N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 268 of the NYYST podcast brought to you by NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. Yep. And SGR. What up? All right. It's Monday night. We're delayed a day. Chris had a little incident with his tum-tum. Ryan wasn't feeling good either. I had a uh, Tyler Wade incident, but both ends. So uh, we're... uh, it's been a rough it's go been a rough us, month, dude. Maybe we should have never went to NYY News TV. Maybe wow. we should have shut it down, bro. Maybe. Like we're all like, like, like we've all taken turns almost dying. Like it's, Final Destination almost. Well, Ryan started <laughs> it, right? Ryan was yeah. Ryan started it. I escaped death first. And then and then it was like it was like someone you're you're pretty Italian, Christian, right? You're pretty Italian. You say tweeted it. Uh they got the Maloik on us. Is that something that would go around in your house? You're, you hear your grandmother say that shit? Put the Maloik uh, on you? My uh, grandmother, she's dead, so she doesn't say much these Jesus days. Jesus Christ. Okay. I meant when you were growing up. All right, they. All right, they. All right, they. Okay. All right, they. Right. So that was pre... That was... Wait a minute. So you had your health scare post uh, when we switched, or was that before? Uh, pre, it was pre uh, because it was November. It was right around Thanksgiving. The last, uh, was, yeah, was that was that. Wow, that was like three months ago already. But, Damn, but we had already committed, so technically, we could still blame it on MLB like, News like TV. Two months ago, a little over two. Can we file a lawsuit for this? Yeah, sure. Workers, workers They're comp. They're liable. They're liable. Can we get comp? Can we get, we get compensation for this? for this? Wow. Compilations? Compilations. Ooh, did someone say compilation? Pete's editing all this out of this out of the episode. <laughs> uh, do you want to do a little bookkeeping and then we'll get into the show or no? Sure. Uh, this episode, obviously presented to you by MIY News TV, is also sponsored by our patrons at patreon.com slash MIYST. Please help support the show. It's as low as five dollars a month for some extra content, which we need to uh, really get going on once the season starts. I promise that that will be worth your while. Again, patreon.com slash M-I-Y-S-T. And we appreciate all the new reviews we've gotten in the last week or so. Please keep heading over to Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen. Stop, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review. Spotify, you, head over to the YouTube channel if you want to watch our ugly asses. Uh, M-I-Y News TV, YouTube, and subscribe and smash that like. Chris's mom really appreciates the new uh, reviews. She does. Whose mom? Ryan's mom does mom. but my mom does. Did Chris's someone, mom, definitely. Did someone say something about my mom in the reviews? I don't know. I don't go on there. <clears throat> I didn't say. So th- this is much ado about nothing. It came out today and people were making a big deal about it. That uh, there was a report that came out that said uh, MLB is no longer going to drug test uh, the players, and it's because they drug test for what? Steroids. Okay. Uh, So you actually go into the article and read it. You know, you take two minutes to actually educate yourself on something, and because they're in a lockout, they can't agree to a new a new drug testing Mm. uh, deal. And it's not like even if they were um, still in the agreement that uh, they, they did 20 years ago, it, the uh, people say there's no way that they would be able to enforce it during a lockout anyway. They couldn't be like, oh, you can't go to work, but we're still going to drug test you. It would so never is it a free for all this year? It might be a free for all this year. I'm look. We talked about this last week when we talked about Ortiz in the Hall of Fame. I'm all for steroids. So if you guys want to shoot up. Shoot the balls up too. Let's get the fucking. Let the pitchers use some stick them. Let's go. Get get the pine tar on the balls. Sticky stuff for the pitchers. Load it up. Sticky stuff for the pitchers. I like it. Steroids for the batters, and uh, you know we'll juice the ball. We'll juice balls and juice balls. You know. Yeah, I I like it. I don't. I don't care, dude. Just get the fucking game back on the field. And again, like like you always say, like we've been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks. I don't want to deep dive this shit. 
it's monotonous. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with people that are taking one side over the other. Like you're, you're just too to see that both sides are at fault here. Last week, the players and owners met. Then they met again. The owners walked away, said, let's go to mediation. Basically, the, the players said, fuck you. The shit didn't work in 94. What makes you think it's going to work now? We're supposed to go to spring training next week. That shit's not going to happen. Don't fuck with opening day. Get your shit together before opening day. I just, I, I think I had the date wrong last week. I think it's actually March 31st, right? It's, there's 31 days in. Uh, yeah. I believe the Yankees. Yeah, let's just look this up real quick so we're we're on the same page here. Opening day is supposed to be March thirty fourth. March thirty fourth. Jesus, 34th. Mary and Joseph. March thirty first at at four o'clock in Texas. That's supposed to be opening day. Do not fuck with that. I don't care what the hell you two sides do up until that point. Do not fuck with that day. If I'm not sitting down with my kid watching, fuck, I guess it would be DJ LeMayu, right? It would be leading off that's an away game, right? I don't know. It's an away Maybe game. Luke so Boyd. Getting, Maybe it'd be Luke Boyd. Oh, my God. Fuck could be judge. Could be judge. Could be. Uh, it, might, it could, could be. Uh, it who's going to play shorts up? Maybe that guy. At 4.05 Eastern Standard Time, if I'm not watching a New York Yankee step into the fucking batter's box at Globe Life Park, then I'm going to lose my shit. Bro, can Up I be honest then, with you? I, I don't think you're going to. I don't think you're going to. I don't think you're going to be at this point. I really don't. I don't. I think it's all delayed. I, 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 it's almost as if you have two. Look, I hate always saying like, this is how the world works now, but it's true. Like when you try and debate with someone or give someone your perspective and shit like that, you know, there's certain people that it doesn't matter what you say, you're just wasting your time, right? It goes both ways, that you're not going to change your views. That's all this has been the whole time, right? No one's changing where they are. How much negotiation have you really seen? Not much. No. It's all theater like, at this point. Like the, uh, like the teams take the players to arbitration, why can't the two sides go to an arbiter and just, that's it. Whatever the arbiter says is, is what it is. Because they both know what they're both asking for is bullshit. So then that's why you meet in the middle. That's why when Well, Aaron that's Judge why the goes, players say, no, it's to, fair. That's why when Aaron Judge goes to arbitration, he asks for $20 million, and the Yankees say, you know, we'll pay you twelve. And then the arbitration, the guy, the arbiter says, well, you know what? I'm looking at X, Y, and Z. You're worth 17 So let him, let's <laughs> let it in. Mediation will, look, I thought at the, when I first heard it, I took it as a good step, but it doesn't mean shit because it's not legally binding. So the mediator can say whatever the hell he wants to, and it doesn't matter. Neither side has to hold up to it. But if it's arbitration, then they have to adhere well, to look, it. Here's why the owners want the middleman. Because they want someone, because they're the evil ones, right? No matter what they say, they're always going to be... The evil ones. Uh -huh. And I really think at this point, the players are the ones at fault. Sorry. And I this is why the players are so against it, because maybe it won't help them come to an agreement, but it's going to take all the pressure off the owners. Right? If the, if the middleman... Sorry. If the middleman comes out and says, look, this is pretty fair. It's going to lean more towards what the owners are saying. And then the players say no. Now the players are completely at fault. And the players won't have that. Right. The players. The players. Here's a here's a yeah. great tweet by Max Scherzer. I think this says it all. It really does. And this is what kind of sparked me to just be like, you know what? I, I, I'm done with the players right now. I got to put them away. I'm Look, I'm not saying the owners aren't at fault Oops, too. Sorry. The owners are spiteful pricks. Okay, let's get that straight. But the players are being entitled whiny bitches. Okay? Here's a tweet from Max Scherzer. I swear to God, it, it was almost like I was I was trying to break up a fight between my four-year-old and my 10-year-old. This is really what it sounds like. He tweeted, we don't need mediation because what we are offering to MLB is fair for both sides. Hmm. Okay, Max. Like, are you fucking out of your mind? That it, That's not how this works. You don't just get to sit there and say it's fair for both sides. And then that's it. And you think that's just the end all be all like, obviously that's your perspective, Max. Obviously that's the player's perspective. If it were that simple, we wouldn't be here. 
If it were as simple to say, no, no, it's fair, owners. No, MLB, it's fair to both sides. We're good. We wouldn't be here. Okay, of course you think it's fair. Of course you do. And I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not sitting here making judgment. Okay? Sorry, I can't get a full sentence out. My chest is like collapsing. <laughs> well, here's what, you know, and this is a lot of While people I hit that my are vape. Yeah. 100% pro player. You know, Jamison Tyone tweets this to Jeff Passan earlier in the week, and he says, yeah. if the goal is to get the players on the field, then why did it take them 43 days after the lockout to hear from us or, or for them to... to um, make an offer. Re- make an you know, want to talk. <sighs> Well, yeah, I agree I just, with that, too. I mean, I I'm think the down, owners sat on their hands. They both are at fault here. Like, there's no, yeah. I don't care. Like, if you're sitting there saying the owners are evil, they're billionaires, they're evil, and the players, oh, they're so poor and blah, blah. No, you can't. It's not 100% either way. Both sides uh, are definitely at fault here. Both sides are at fault. Both sides are playing this game like it's theater. They're tweeting out dramatic tweeting, tweets of tweeting, people man. making forty million dollars. They changed their right. all, they all changed their profile pics to the the blank right. free agent it's logo where it's you know the gray grayed out icon, a player icon. Like, come on, guys, just come to an agreement. Stop doing all this BS back and forth bickering. You're millionaires versus billionaires, which is fine. I get it. It's it's you're entitled to the the earnings that. You know, the sport generates billions and billions of dollars. I understand that, but it's when you become, when you start playing victim is when, when well, you right. totally lose. Me. Here's and exactly why I'm you're right. And here's, here's the all. end of your argument and exactly why you're right. If you ever had to go debate that when Max Scherzer says the, he doesn't need a uh, mediation because the, what they offered MLB is fair for both sides. They're forgetting one side. It's not just two sides here. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're just forgetting the side who doesn't get a say, apparently. And who's that? Us. Right? It might be fair mm-hmm. to them and them, but what about us? Not, none it's, of this is yeah. fair to us. Right? So I don't give a fuck. Right? How about that? How simple is that? I don't give a fuck. Well, get you me know baseball. What? Because without us, hold on, without us, there's nothing to even debate about. There's nothing to even negotiate without us. So why are we being treated as if we're nothing? Okay. Okay, done. And one of the twin uh, one, of, okay. one of the okay. one of the twins, I forget which one on the twin bill podcast, which you can find on NYY News TV. Because they uh, look uh, identical, one. but they're not. The Olsen twins? Yeah. Uh, all right. Was, that was full uh, house. Okay. Second, right? Two? Had a great point on a on something I tweeted earlier uh in the week and said that um, you know, no one's talking about it, but think about the stadium workers, you know, that, that make, True. Well, right. they're not going to be able to go to work and they don't have millions of dollars in the bank to sit around True, and live dog. off of. True. That's 100% right. You know, this is something that nobody ever thinks about, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a casualty of this war here is that, you know, these people that, you know, at Yankee Stadium, you know, maybe uh, I don't feel so bad for them because I missed three and a half innings trying to get a fucking hot dog. But listen, I'm not sitting here saying that that negotiations and figuring shit out isn't important. OK, it is. Obviously, things are in place for a reason. But when you get to this point, when you get to a point where now we're talking about possibly delaying the season. And you're going to tweet out about what's fair and who you think is what you think is fair and put blame on other people. That's when I stop caring because we've gotten to a point now where I don't give a fuck. Now you're just fucking with me. Now you're fucking with those workers at, at Yankee Stadium that make what? 15 bucks an hour. That's where you're wrong. Yeah, so, you know, Max Scherzer got a $40 million deal this year, not because Steve Cohen's worth $14 billion. He got that $40, billion, uh, $40 million deal this year because of the people that go through the turnstiles at City Field. Right. So, and also I mean, a little because Cohen's a billionaire. Right. Yeah, but, but that actually goes against their shit anyway. They want the owners to be less rich, right? Well, then that's less money for you. That's less money they have to give you to spend stupid rem- fucking money. Remember in the end, yeah. The employees yeah. always get it, okay? They always get it in the end. You're, so you want to raise? Your boss didn't make as much money this year? Guess what? You're not getting a raise. 
Bada bang. So, you know, all these guys that want more money in arbitration and uh, they want to go to free agency sooner. You know what? If And I get it. The, they're locked out right now. And I, can, I completely understand that. There's really nothing that they can do about it. But, you know, if you're going to drill the owners for every little thing and, you know, they're going to look at it, it's a bottom line business. And if there's less on the bottom line, guess who's going to get less in, at Christian, the end of the day? Christian, that's everywhere. That's everywhere. I mean, everyone wants um, to everyone wants to rip Jeff Bezos, right? I think the guy's a fucking prick. I think he's a scumbag, right? But everyone forgets about the millions of people he employs, right? With with his billions of dollars. So yeah, I mean, look, would it be great to live in a world where where the you know the rich was a little more evenly distributed? Sure, but people forget that when the rich get richer, so do the middle class. Okay, when the rich get richer, we get paid more. And mother. And if we lived in a world where, where the players maybe fought for more money but didn't do it at the expense of just saying the owners are evil for having that money, I'd agree with them a little more. But the fact that people, that we have to, you know, vilify people just because they are billionaires is a joke to me because those are the people that took the risk of buying the business and those are the people who employ you. And again, this is why it comes back to us because we're the people who provide that risk or not. We're the people who show up and either eliminate that risk or don't show up and, and it comes full, full force. That's why I will never be in 100% agreement for one side or the other. Exactly. They're both at fault here. Exactly. And the reason why, and, and we know, look, we can go down this giant rabbit hole. This is the last point I'll make because I want to get to other stuff. Um, is that you know how this has been for the last four or five years on social media is that you can't see the middle ground. It has to be one side or the other. Well, if you, if you just look at the, the facts of the, of the case, I guess, the owners locked out the players and they didn't meet with them for 43 days. So if you take nothing else into consideration, the owners are bad. Yes. But there's, it's, there's, it's, more, it's nuanced. There's more nuance yes. to it than just that. Well, that's everything. Like because, you said, there is again, there's nuance. There's been strikes before. What if the players strike or stri- striked or struck? Struck. Yeah, I don't know. Go if on they, strike. What if, that ha- what if the players went on strike? Are they the bad ones? Well, can we go back? Or is it always that? Or is it always the evil billionaire? Well, let's go back. Let's try to do this real quick. SGR, you're pretty good with this stuff. Uh-huh. The 94 strike. Do we? Yeah. Do any of us know what led us to that? Strike. No, I'm not looking it up either. Because like, I don't remember. Was it the was same type of thing? I don't know. Maybe. It probably. Um, look honestly, what did you think it came down to? It probably came down to money. What? Uh, what does it always come down yeah. to? Yeah. Why can't the owner strike? Can the owner strike? <laughs> oh, would you say? Kind of- I have a question. Would you say that the player striking is a risk that the owners take purchasing the business? Sure. Yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah, it was labor, labor related. Yeah, obviously it was labor related. So look, <laughs> is there? <laughs> You're right. The it's owners nuanced. decided to withhold seven point eight million dollars that they were required to pay previous agreement in a previous agreement. Something fell through. I and again, that else. kind of sounds like a little one sided. Whenever I hear something like that, where it's just like they just withheld seven point eight billion, it's always just like, now nah, there's probably a little more to it, but it seems as if the owners were at fault. But but I don't know. I mean, that's just things to look into and compare it to now. So what did I say though? What did why did they strike money? It, this is all all has to do with is money. That's but, it. But here's my yeah, question: they wanted they wanted a salary cap to mirror what other sports were like at the time. Mm. And it might have been Scherzer. It could have been somebody else because they're all yapping this week. And it's true. Don't use the luxury tax as a penalty. Set a fucking cap or have nothing at all. Yeah. I'm, paraf- I'm paraphrasing what one of the players said. That makes sense, though. Don't, I, this, is why I hate, this is why I hate the luxury tax. Either set a fucking hard cap or have no or nothing at all. 100%. I've been, a, I've been a proponent of that for as long as I can remember. And the problem I with a cap, the-, the problem with the cap is that baseball players get paid weights. They get paid very high, okay? They're, are they higher than NBA? No. 
Okay, but here, makes like, okay, but here's the these difference. These guys make like yeah. 40, 50 million but a year. But here's why. What if there were as many basketball players as there were baseball players? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. You think they'd right. be getting paid that much? Now imagine mm-hmm. they implement a a a cap yeah, in but baseball. No, it's, but it's going to bring hard, down the market is what I'm saying. It's, it's not a hard cap in basketball. Oh, it's not. It's no, a it's raffle, not. right? It's like something with the raffle or what? There, it's I don't I don't I'm not an NBA fan, so I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but there's if if you were, were with a team for X amount of years, they can pay you more than if you go to free agency, you're allowed exemptions right. to sign certain players. Okay, but here's not a, here's my point. In basketball. You get, you get they're called max contracts. Uh you could really only in, sign them with the team that you're in with. In basketball, how they're, many No, that's not true. I, I have no fucking how idea. many absolute superstars do you need on your basketball team to have a possibility of winning a championship? Uh, I don't know, two superstars two, two three, right? In baseball, how many names do you need to fill in order to have a solid World Series championship caliber team? Whether it be superstars or just some really good players mixed in with some some guys who are going to show up every day and be reliable. Too what are many. you talking about? My point is that you're not going to have teams like the Mets who just spent a shit ton of money on, on, on just a couple guys if there's a cap. If they put a hard cap in baseball, there's too many roster spots to fill to make yourself a legitimate team where it doesn't make sense to go spend $40 million on Max Scherzer when you have a cap and you need to allocate that money somewhere else. Why they do it in the, they do it in the NFL? There's but way the, more players. Hold in the on, NFL. but the NFL doesn't get paid the way that the way baseball players do. Just the quarterback does or the running back. But that's what you're saying. You're not going to. But right, NFL, but, but the, we're the talking about players of, wanting more money. Eventually, what I'm what saying the, is they're going to lower their own market. It's going to it's going to backfire. The percentage of the cap for the quarterback, that's why you got to try to win before the quarterback gets paid. Yeah, well, where we're at right now, they're going to feel the effects of a cap in like 5-6 years where now they're going to be I like, don't Fuck, give a f- I don't I wish give we did. What if I'm you saying is it's it, stupid for the players to fight for that. Then they need to get rid of the luxury tax. I I think it's so stupid. I agree. 100%. If you don't want a hard cap, set it at four hundred million dollars. Whatever, I don't care. Stupid, yeah. But don't penalize a team for fucking spending money. And then there's no way that you can force the Indians. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't say that anymore. The Guardians. You mm. can't force the Guardians or the Rays or the Pirates to spend this money on players, which is what they're supposed to be doing. Is Pirates offensive yet? Uh, give it a mm. week. I should be soon. All right. So, Cuckboy Martino from SMY. Love, uh, him. Love him. Yeah. I mean, there's really not a lot to talk about. So, we're just going to break down this report, excuse me, that he had a few days ago that the Yankees and A's were in contact, excuse me, about um, trading for Matt Olson before the, uh, the lockout. Now, this is, this is an exact quote here. Before the lockout, the Yankees expressed a strong unwillingness to trade prospect Anthony Volpe or, for that matter, Oswald Peraza to the Oakland A's for first baseman Matt Olson, according to league sources. Now, let's, for the sake of the show, let's take this as, as gospel here. What the fuck? is wrong with Brian Cashman? I want somebody to answer that question first. The problem is that they just don't learn from their mistakes. They don't you learn. Have now- I've said it a million times. Who was it? Mm-hmm. I, who was it? Fucking Albert Einstein, right? Said this quote. It's my favorite quote. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It's one of the greatest quotes of all time. I don't even know if the motherfucker said it, but quoted it's true. It. I, quoted I quoted it. it. I quoted it. Okay, but it's true. And it's been, it's not so much the Yankees not winning that has frustrated me over the last it's handful of years. Do, it's that they, they don't, they do, don't do, do it different. It's exactly right. If they were doing smart things and still not winning, I'd be a little more patient because I'd see something. I'd see a team that wanted to take the right, go in the right direction and win. And I'm just not seeing it. 
Let me ask you a question. If the Yankees, let's say the Yankees signed Robbie Ray. Let's say they will sign Carlos Gray. Let's say they will sign Freddie Freeman. Do those three moves guarantee a World Series? No, but they make you pretty fucking... No, stop. no they don't, right? No, they don't guarantee anything. anything no. But if the Yankees lost after having made those three moves, can you live with it a little bit more than whatever the fuck they're going to do to, to yes. fill... You know, go sign an off-injured yes. Carlos Rondon, uh, Andrelton Simmons, and maybe and you know maybe they'll get a first baseman. Yes. Can you live with it a little bit more? Because then you can say to yourself, yes. at least they did what they needed to do. It's it wasn't good enough. It didn't work out. But at least I can put my head to the pillow and say they did what they were supposed to do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you are that in love with Matt Olson, and we don't know that they are, because we'll get into this in, in a second that they might be also interested in Freddie Freeman. You have not one, but two top level shortstop prospects. You will so get rid of you one can, of them. You, you can trade one of them. And then if your plan is to wait and see in 2023 or whatever, you can still do that. It doesn't fuck that up for you. Yeah. My problem is if, if you were telling me the A's wanted both, for Olsen and the Yankees said no I'd say look because there's other options out there for first base and and Matt Olsen isn't going to be what puts this team over the top fine but the fact that just they just it seemed like one or the other could have got could get something done and their strong unwillingness to do so it just proves to me if true that they just have their heads so far up their asses there's no turning back so what? So obviously, if this report is true, Carlos Correa or, or is not going to be a New York Yankee. If true, yeah, I don't see how. Because wouldn't you say that after shortstop, first base is maybe the biggest glaring need for this team? Other than a second pitcher, yeah. And you have two chips there that play the same position, and you don't want to trade either one of them to fill this spot. Right. It's just so if you're telling, it, it's just idiotic. Say? It's just idiotic, man. And it's tough to dissect. It's so tough to dissect the decisions or the rumors we hear out of this team because none of them make sense anymore. None of them. See, <clears throat> the problem with a report like this is that after everything we've witnessed in the last handful of years, you're led to believe it because one of the Yankees really gone out of their way to trade top prospects to get shit that they need. Yeah, they traded prospects to get Rizzo. They traded prospects to get Joey Gallo because they had to. And these guys, they had they had to trade them because they were facing a 40-man roster crunch as well. So it wasn't like that. <laughs> he did this out of, out of necessity almost. It's like, well, these guys are going to be exposed to the Rule 5 draft. They might what as well we get, get something of, I need for them. What did we get rid of for Stanton? Uh, Starlin Castro uh, and I don't even know some bullshit, right? It was mostly about it was about money. It was about money. So I can't remember the last time. I mean, I mean, Sonny Gray. You want to say the Sonny Gray deal? Okay, I can say that. But that was now that was five years ago now. And we and and if you remember, it was a big gamble because. Uh, what's his face was Caprillion was part of that deal and he was hurt with uh, Tommy John. Yeah, and he came up this year and he's he's shown flashes of uh, being the guy that. Yeah, but that was still was. it was still a deal where Cashman felt the risk was at least even, where he wasn't losing to get something that we need now and 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 giving up the maybe the future for something now. He felt it was just as much of a risk, so he was okay. It didn't hurt his ego too bad until Gray got here and shit the bed. The problem is, is that you have to, I, I need somebody to explain to me if this is true, why are you holding on to two shortstop prospects? What is the point of this? Because the Yankees can't live with a, in a world where one of these guys goes somewhere else and is an absolute superstar and the other one stays here and ends up being a bust or something but like what that. What if Matt Olson is an absolute superstar? He is, but he is. It doesn't matter to them. You see, Matt Olson isn't theirs. So as of right now, not doing anything keeps them safe. 
But if they let one go and make that move and then that guy is gone, that's on them. This is my problem that I keep bringing up to people that don't seem to understand it is that why I would trade everybody in the farm system for established stars is how many times do we have to read this book, watch this movie, whatever analogy you want to use in the last five years? You didn't, Gleyber Torres, what happened to him? Superstar. Now what? Now, I mean, you trade him for a fucking pack of Bazooka Joe. Yep. Gary Never Sanchez, heard of that gun, same, but... You never heard of Bazooka Joe? No. Like, Jesus Christ. What you, you never heard of Bazooka? Jesus Christ. Bazooka, I have. Bazooka. Bazooka, Bazooka Joe. Joe. Yeah, yeah really, dude. You know, why don't you read a fucking Comic. book? Why don't you read a book for yeah. once in your life? Stupid. You're stupid, you fucking jabroni. Anyway, Gary Sanchez, same thing. Superstar. Again, not nah. not so much on them. I mean, Gary looked like a fucking superstar. So did Gleyber Torres? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right. I forget. He had, what, 38 fucking home runs? So we have not seen any of these guys pan out. For, they have flashes. Whose fault is it? The player development. Who's in player development? I don't know. Why don't you look it up? I don't know. I mean, it's just crazy Kevin, to me. Kevin Russo. Because here's the question. <laughs> here's the question. Let's That's say, a real person. I know. Let's say they give up. They, they pass on all the deals to give up Peraza and Volpe. They're, they're keeping them, right? How much confidence do you have, honestly, as a fan, that they will come up and play the potential anyway in this system? I have my, zero. My confidence, confidence is zero. Zero. All right. Let's say they. Let's say that they're going to do what we all loathe that them to do, and that's go sign a jerk off to play shortstop for the next year and a half, and then give the job to Volpe. Do I think Volpe can be an all star, uh, a guy that takes the lead by storm for two years? Yeah. Do I think he's going to be the Yankees shortstop for the next ten years? No, because nothing that the Yankees have done for the last five years has shown me outside of Aaron Judge that they are producing quality players out of the farm system and quality players that you can build a team around. Correct. 100%. And nothing's going to change that until they prove otherwise. So the fact that they're sitting here and holding on to these guys is just proof that they're just in denial. So that, you want to transition off of that and say, well, if Oakland wants one of our shortstops and we don't want to trade him, which is the height of stupidity for me, because if you wanted to say, look, I, I always try, when we, doing this show, I always try to rationalize the Yankees thinking. It doesn't mean that I agree with it, but I try to rationalize it and see what they're thinking and why they're thinking mm. it. So if you want to tell annoying. me. It almost gets to a point where it's annoying you do it. Well, well, you do because you do it. You do it to me because you don't argue your point. You just argue the Yankees' point, which is a fair thing. But you do it. You so wanna, you, what I'm trying to say is, before you say what you're going to say, you're very good at it. So if your point is that you can't even rationalize here, this is coming from someone who finds a way to rationalize with everything. But if you wanted to tell me that Peraza was this ridiculous center field prospect. And you can't let him go because he's drawing comps to Mickey Mantle and Volpe's a shortstop. And you didn't want to trade either one of those guys. As much as I disagree with holding on to your prospects at this point in time, I could say, all right, one's a shortstop, one's a center fielder. We definitely need a shortstop. We definitely need a center fielder. I can see why the Yankees don't want to give up either one of these guys. But they're both shortstops. So why not get rid of one? Pick the guy that you like better. To the... To, to the Yan- Here's where I would somehow find some rationale behind it all. And it's that for you, personally, SGR, you personally, would you rather Matt Olson or Freddie Freeman? Freddie. Oh, Freddie Freeman. Christian? Uh, you know my answer to that. Okay, so I think if the Yankees truly feel that Freddie Freeman is a realistic option... They're, gonna, they're not going to sit here and tell the A's that they can just have whoever. And they're going to be unwilling to do it because regardless, why would you give up any prospects that are that high up on your list when you have an option that would be 
at least we agree would be better. But here's the that's where it makes this. sense. But we don't know how realistic that is that Freddie Freeman is right. available. Well, he's definitely available. He's a free agent. Well, you know what I mean. And that why the Yankees have, would spend the money to do it. There it <laughs> is. Right, that their there interest is. is. Right. Do, do we trust the Yankees? You don't want to spend the prospect. You, everything costs something, right, whether it be right. prospects or money. The Yankees don't want to spend the cost in prospects. Will they? And, and that's fine. You don't want to do that. That's fine because when you have Freddie Freeman available to you, if, you, if you're really in love with Peraz, you're really in love with Anthony Volpe, you can't let them go, and you don't want to trade either one for Matt Olson, then you have to spend the fucking money to get Freddie Freeman. And do we trust them to write the fucking check that it's going to take to no. get Freddie Freeman here? No. So, look, let's just play, let's just play a little game. Because this is where I'm torn. This is where I'm, like, very torn, okay? If we play the game of stupid, uh, smarter Yankees, right? And we say Yankees for everything. It's easy to see first base. I really don't think as, Rizzo. Stu- as stupid as the Yankees are, I don't think Voight's going to be our first baseman. Rizzo, right? That's going to be their. F- that's going to be their big fault. Hearing a lot of scuttlebutt, he's going back to Chicago. Come on, that's a lot of things. I've read, I, there's like three or four articles about it. Block that the light. There could be a reunion in place there. So he okay. might even not even be an option for the Yankees. Okay. Well, at the very least, Chicago's going to drive the money up then. But let's just say, let's just be somewhat fair and say they'll go at Rizzo. Who's their shortstop option? I mean, who is it honestly going to be? Anthony Volpe in two years. No, but now I'm saying for right now. Oh, they'll just sign somebody like Andrew Simmons. Or, or do you really think know. they're going to do that and just try and get away with it? Man, that. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? Try to get away with it? They're so, so get you're away. telling me they're, you'll buy tickets? You'll buy tickets and go see that team? I might go watch them once, but I don't, would maybe not try to get out there five or six times this year. It's just proof, though, that they just don't give a shit. How many times are they going to reset the luggage, wait for the luxury tax to reset or do this or wait for this offseason? I mean, SGR gives them, gives them hope every mm-hmm. year that, no, this is going to be the year. They're going to start spending it. And it seemed that way almost. It was almost like Cashman came out. We're going to fucking spend money and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, nope. Now we're just hearing all the bullshit. Unless that's all well, it is, is bullshit. Maybe well, Cashman is just playing the game. Well, well, what's the game? Because you need a shortstop. You're down the story in Correa. You let, you didn't want Seager. You didn't want Simeon. You didn't want uh, Baez. You didn't want any of these guys. Now you're down to two. Are you are you hoping that story falls into your lap for like, you know, like you can give him like a two year, you know, opt out after the first year deal for seventy million dollars or or whatever, and then you can just give the job to Volpe because honestly, like. I say this all the time. The Yankees can afford to do whatever the fuck they want. The, if the Yankees really wanted to go and give uh, Freddie Freeman $180 million, give Carlos Correa $320 million, and give Aaron Judge's fucking extension, they could have done it already. They could have done it the second they were allowed to do it. But for whatever reason, they, they're hesitant to do it. So they don't want to spend money. They don't want to spend prospects. How do you expect to build a fucking championship team then if you're too if your two biggest uh, assets, you don't want to you don't want to spend either one of them. I agree. That's what's frustrating. That's what that's is really what the most frustrating part of all this is. If you told me that the Yankees were dead set on not spending any money, they don't want to have they don't want to add another nine figure contract, but they were willing to trade anybody in their farm system to get stars to get guys they needed. You'd be like, all right. They're doing something, but they're not willing to do anything. But on the other hand, you don't even have the confidence in them to go out there and make a sense. Look, if Freddie Freeman wants six for one eighty, an AAV around thirty million dollars, so what if he's going to be thirty-eight years old for the next three or four years to stick Freddie Freeman? Think about this, bro. And I'm going to make this point again in in a little bit. You stick Freddie Freeman in between Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. Yeah, right in there. Stick him right in there. Yeah. You want to talk about a raw. Ooh. Stick him in raw. Ooh, ooh yeah. Raw. They need protection. They do need protection. Raw. They do. Raw. Think about that two, three, four right there. You want to go judge Freeman 
John Carlo? I'll fucking go yank to that. I'll go yank to that. My That's a great stuck. point, dude. I didn't even think about that. That's sexy, man. Mm. That's a sexy fucking lineup, dude. And That's again, an all-star and- lineup. You could just put them out there for the all-star team that year. And I understand people want to argue Olsen's younger. He might be better. But here's also the reason why I need Freddie Freeman on this team. There's two reasons why. Number one, yes, motherfucker's got a ring. Who on this current team has a ring right now? Does Brett Gardner uh, count? Does Brett Gardner count? Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm pretty sure, and somebody can fact check me on this. Uh, you guys can do it when you watch the stream here. Pop it up there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Pop look it up. it up right now. It's probably already up after thinking about that lineup. I don't think anybody on this roster has a ring right now, which was one of the things that allured me so much to Carlos Correa. I don't care that he cheated to get it. He's got it. He got he, it. He can walk in there with the hardware, put Chapman. it down on the fucking Chapman. table, and. Chapman's got one. Oh, that's right. Okay, Chapman. Uh, yeah, but so he tried not to win it. He tried not to. <laughs> he, he tried, tried really to hard to fucking give that. Arm was about to fall off. He tried really hard not to get that bad boy. Uh, Chapman might. Okay, Chapman. Chapman might be the only Yankee that has a ring right now. But that's one out of twenty six guys. Don't you want to add some championship pedigree to this team? Yeah. That's you know that's why you trusted the Yankees even after that you knew that they weren't so good anymore is because they still had Jeter and Rivera and Pettit and Pisa- guys that knew how to fucking win. I love Aaron Judge to death. Does he know how to win though? Nope. nope. Does anybody in that locker room know how to win? Nope. The so problem why- is not the problem is not who has the ring. The problem is the guys who are expected to lead this team are not winners. Right, they have to become winners. Chapman is not looked at as a as a as a leadership type of guy, so he could have twenty rings. Okay, he's not he's not the captain of the clubhouse. Do we need Judge to get one? We need Judge to go out there, fucking drop his balls, and fucking win a championship. And he tried. I mean, he you have to give him say that he really did everything in his in his power last year to do that. Of course, he had a great season. And what's the second reason why I need Freddie Freeman on this team? Because he's a lefty. Well, no, not even that. I need the Yankees to show me that they're the fucking Yankees and go out there and drop their fucking balls on a table, steal somebody from another fucking organization, write the fucking check to get him to play here. A lot of balls talk. Yeah. I need what I really need to see. And... You could say, oh, they did Garrett Cole two years. I just feel like Garrett Cole was something that even the Yankees weren't going to fuck up. Right. Because Brian Cashman's been after him since he was in fucking college. They right. drafted him. Right. Right. And then that he went back into will, the draft. Man. He said it he for had years. To, he was not going to let Garrett Cole get away from him again. Right. That's why he begged Hal right. for the fucking money. Well. But I need the Yankees to flex and show me that they're the fucking Yankees again. And getting Freddie Freeman would do that. 100%. Whether that's, so, the, whether that's the final move or not, they, that needs to be one of the moves. Look, I do not want to... I do not. I absolutely I can't say this enough, with enough certainty. I do not want a fucking stopgap shortstop on this team. No way in hell. But if you sign Freddie Freeman... I'll only put my head through the wall once instead of twice. Yes, it would make it a lot easier to live with, <laughs> for sure. So for again, sure. there was a couple. There was a couple tweets out there. The Yanks are, have interest. They they're going to go after him after the fucking lockout ends. Do it. Sign Freddie Freeman. This is such a no brain. Like I look at certain things. Like we talk about Robbie Ray, twenty three million dollars AAV, hitting free agency at thirty four. So he's not even going to be an albatross at an old man, not living up to his contract to put behind Garrett Cole. Things that you just look at and look at it as no brainers. Signing a World Series champion, one of the best fucking first basemen in the league. To a reasonable, and yes, $30 million a year is fucking reasonable for Freddie Freeman to stick in between fucking Judge and Stan. They probably wouldn't even get and, that right. And what, yeah, they probably have him lead off. Probably have him lead fucking off. Yankees. <laughs> While, and on top of that, being one of those fuck you, where the Yankees move, suck our dick, 
we're the Yankees, we're taking this guy type of moves. I it boggles my mind that it wasn't done already. Like it's such a no brainer. And when if you're telling me that you you had Tino Martinez playing first base or Mark Teixeira even towards the end of their careers, but they still held value somehow and you didn't want to do it. Again, like I try to rationalize these things, but your option is fucking Luke Voigt. It's Luke Voigt. Crazy. I know I shit on Luke Voigt so much and he's taking the brunt of my anger. But think about it. If you're if you're look serious it. about Would winning a world, if you're serious about winning a fucking World Series, how do you put Luke Luke Voigt at first base it's not gonna when happen. you could when you could have gotten Matt Olson or fucking Freddie Freeman or it even Anthony? Happen. That won't happen. I can almost promise you. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. There's one thing Smart. I'm confident: Voigt will not Yankees. be the first baseman. They can't do Smarty. it. Smarter Yankees look voids the opening day first baseman. I'm going smart here, dude. <laughs> oh, that's because ballsy. there's still so many ways they can fuck up after Voight that they'll just fuck up somewhere else. That's ballsy. It Chris. is ballsy. Shaved that's ballsy. Did I ruin it? Did I ruin it? Shaved ballsies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Might as well give the read. I mean, shit, I thought Ryan was doing the read. Shade ball. Ryan's going to do it. He's going to do, do the it. read because support for NYYST is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's grooms below the waist grooming. Okay. All right. All right. Manscaped. Okay. Offers precision. Okay. My professor here. Precision. Uh, okay. Engineered tools for your family jewels. Okay. All right. Manscaped recently launched. The ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package, join over 4 million men worldwide uh, who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. We got Joe Namath here. He won- Joe Namath, what do you got to say about uh, what do you gotta say about Manscaped? Yes, well, I love Manscaped. I love it. I love Manscaped so much. And today we are offering 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 2020NYYST at manscaped.com. That's 20NYYST at manscaped.com. All right. Thank you, Joe. And now let me let me look at that there. If my math is correct, okay, that's about, okay, carry the one, carry the three, that's about 8 million balls that we just saved. Okay. I think that's 8 million balls. All right. Uh, Joe Namath, it is the Super Bowl week where we have Super Balls. Okay. Manscaped.com. 20 NYYST <coughs> back uh, back after this. Okay. Manscaped's not getting a better read than that. Nah. No, no way. Uh, <laughs> so super, we're going to Super Balls. Super Balls. Super Bowl weekend. Got a big show planned for uh, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, we're going to do our Monument Park draft. And then uh, I'll explain it more next week, but that's what we're going to do on next week's show our Monument Park draft. Which led me to this poll. Now, I know you guys have seen it. There's been different variations of it. Which player would you put on the current Yankees? And it's usually like the core four Mm. or like Hall of Famers. I wanted to take a different perspective from it. I wanted to look at areas of need for the Yankees, right? So we would say shortstop, first base, probably catcher, pitching, right? Center field. So what I didn't want to do is... I wanted to use the dynasty team, right? I wanted to use those dynasty teams, but I didn't want to use any of the core four guys. So that takes out catcher and uh, shortstop, obviously, and uh, close, you know, Mariano and Andy Pettit. So I tried to use some different names. Um, So I came up with uh, these four guys, Tino Martinez, which I think we would all say the Yankees need a first baseman, right? David Cohn, Yankees definitely need starting pitching help. Bernie Williams, definitely need a fucking center fielder. And uh, Jeff Nelson. I was trying to – I don't know. To me, Jeff Nelson after Mariano Rivera was probably the most valuable guy that was here throughout all the um, throughout all the titles. Uh, so I would say, you know, starting pitching, relief pitching, center field, and first base were, were the uh, areas we looked at if you took away, you know, the core four, right? So, um, 
Bernie Williams ran away with this poll because it, the, it said, which of these four dynasty Yankees would you put on the 2022 team? Bernie Williams ran away with the poll. He got 59% of the vote. This was super scientific. We had almost 1,700 votes on this. Uh, David Cohn finished in second with 26%. Tino, 13%. And then uh, Jeff Nelson got like 30 votes. So he got 2% of the, 2% of the vote here. I'm pretty sure. There was no, I'm pretty sure. I'll go back to it. But I'm pretty sure I went with, uh, with Tino. There was no okay. there was no three AM vote dumped for Jeff Nelson. Uh-huh. Okay. So he, he, <laughs> he, he <laughs> kicked off of YouTube. Uh he lost. So I knew oh. Jeff Nelson was gonna lose. I didn't want I don't like doing three three choice polls. I don't know why. So that's why I stuck him there. Yeah. So we would all we we'll go around the room here and where did you vote SGR? What what was your rationale of thinking here? Who's the cutest? Who's the cutest? Yeah, I like that. That was probably the easiest way to do it. I think it's how Cashman does it. <laughs> no, we know Cashman goes by who has the most Tommy John surgeries. True. True. Well, my I had I narrowed it down to two choices. I narrowed it down to Cone and Bernie Williams because I felt that those two would be the best fits for for the team today. But when you look at what Bernie Williams could provide, a switch hitting center fielder, and it makes you think, were the Yankees trying to kind of replicate Bernie Williams in Aaron Hicks? Of course. Was he someone that they were trying to kind of have that resemblance with the success they had with Bernie Williams? Because, Are I mean, you, look, look at what Bernie Williams brought for this team in the post. What do you, well, you know the big difference between Bernie Williams and Aaron Hicks is? Bernie What's Williams that? is good and he stays healthy. Well, there it is. Bernie Williams plays fucking baseball, and Aaron Hicks uh, is busy with Top Golf. Yeah, you're right, man. If you look at his games played, it's just it's 140 almost every single year, at least. Aaron Hicks has played 140 games since 2011. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, right? They saw a guy in Aaron Hicks that profiled the same way with a probably stronger arm. So if Hicks, look, let's be fair for a second. If Hicks could have, if if Hicks could stay healthy. Stay on the field. He's not a terrible player for this for the contract he signed. Yeah, man. Look, we were, dis- were definitely trying to do something along. We were months. discussing this. Uh, obviously, not last. Maybe in 2019, I think we had this discussion. Maybe 2018. And we uh, obviously the, the gap is the size of the Grand Canyon between him and Mike Trout. But we were discussing Hicks as possibly the second best center fielder in the American League at one point. Yeah. So yeah, when he's healthy and on the field. He's productive. He's a solid baseball player, but maybe not where the Yankees bat him and and expect things from him. Maybe because the Yankees smarter, would utilize him properly, he'd be well smarter Yankees. They don't you fucking right, right. they don't put Aaron Hicks in the best positions. Like, dude, a uh, healthy a healthy Aaron Hicks batting seventh or eighth is not a bad player for what they signed him for. I'll take that. But they bat him like third when he's hitting well, and he's healthy. And Bernie like, Williams, no. career on base percentage three eighty one. Wow! Ooh. What was his career batting average? Two ninety seven. Bernie's one of those guys. He's he's right. He's not a Hall of Famer, but he's he's like right there. He's a fringe. If he was nice enough, he'd get in. Oh, Bernie's a nice guy. I know. I know. He was a nice guy. I think nice Bernie's. Guy. I think Bernie's end of his career uh, killed him. Held him back from being a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're going, you're going Burnaby, Burnaby. Yeah. I forget how to say his his full name. For sure. Bur- for sure. Burnaby. Burnaby. That's his full name. Yeah. If I was going He's based on Burnaby Williams, <clears throat> if I was going based on skill alone, it have it would probably be Bernie also. But I had to go Tino here because for the one of the reasons that we always talk about every year through those dynasties, everything. When we talk about the Yankees and a championship team, they have a first baseman that is a, that is a staple to the lineup and the Yankees haven't had that. And I need that. So I went with Tino because I need someone there. I mean, obviously you take Jeff Nelson out of the equation. We knew he wasn't going to win. And you can make an intriguing – if all these guys were in their prime hitting free agency and the Yankees were going to sign one of them, you can make an intriguing case for each one of them. Now, 
if I were to rank areas in need for this team, I would probably go uh, first base, starting pitching, center field, right? And obviously, you got Tino Martinez there. He's a guy that can hit 35, 40 home runs, plays a, you know, he's a leader, plays great defense. And that's, that's my number one area of need. When you look at David Cohn, mm. to put behind Garrett Cole, Mm. I mean, Cole probably would have been my second option. I mean, how do you? I mean, we were talking about getting Booners sticking Freddie Freeman in between Judge and uh, Stan. Now, if this was a realistic thing, and you get a prime David Cone to stick behind Garrett Cole, yeah. I mean, you you definitely don't need to pop no blue chew for that. No, right? No, uh, you go Coner. You have a Coner boner. I have a Coner. And their boner. last names, <laughs> their last names are, are very close too to one another. Good marketing with that with Cone and Cole. True. The C C and C C C. Did you remember the C and C Music Factory? The C and C Strikeout yeah. Factory. Now you're M boys. Boom! Boom! I just marketed it right there. You marketed it. it. I marketed it. I'm going to tweet it now. I'm going to tweet it too later. Um, but ultimately, even though I said this was third on my list of priorities for the Yankees, how do you not go with fucking Bernie Williams, dude? Mm. Right. I you told have, you my you question. Have, I mean, how do you know? Bernie Williams was just so good in his prime. Yeah, you got to go. Bernie. And you're talking, and Ryan, a career 297 hitter. So he had plenty, and that was dragged down by the later years. Yeah, year. dude, he must have been he, hitting 310, 315 in his prime then. He, bro, he was had he had years of what, like 330, right? 335. Yeah, he was three, so underrated. So 342 and 99. Right. And what was his home run total? It was 25 to 30 every year, pretty yeah, much in his prime. Every year he was getting in the 20s. By the end, like 2000. Two, he started his power started to drop off a little bit, but even 2002, he still put in. He brought in, drove in 102 RBI, but he only had 19 dingies. But his RBIs were always around 100, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Every year, pretty much, right around 100. And like I said, well, I was going to bring this up later on. You put Freddie. But imagine you put a prime Bernie Williams in between Stanton and Judge. Mm. Switch hitter. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. That, I mean. A lot of people made that point in the poll, and I'll read a few comments in a minute. I just, I just, of course, a lot of this is nostalgia, right? And you can make an excellent point. And if I really think if I would put it second place, as much as I hate Luke Voigt, to put fucking David Cohn, because if you look at a prime David Cohn and a prime Garrett Cole, if we're playing this game, where are you getting a better one-two punch? Maybe you want to say it's in Queens? All right, where are you getting a better one-two punch than in, in the American League? Then, like that's a move that wins your World Stack and win your World Series right there. That's true. But I just remember what Bernie Williams was. Bernie Williams is so underappreciated by this fan base because he came in before the core four. He was part of the losing, but also he was he marked you know, the turnaround. He was the beginning of that, but he was on those teams that were fucking terrible. He was the beginning of the resurgence. So he doesn't get a lot of the limelight and he wasn't there. You know, a lot, a lot of the lore of the core four was they got that fifth world series and Bernie wasn't here in 2009. He got phased out for a guy like fucking Kenny Lofton. You know, we don't, re you know, mm. nobody remembers that. Yeah, I do. So, you know, he doesn't get the, it's hard to believe this, but Bernie doesn't get the respect that he fucking deserves a lot Absolutely. of the time. Absolutely not. He doesn't. he doesn't. So if you take his defense into account and what he did at the plate, he's the best. And I mean, to me, he's the best option available if you were right. only going to sign one of those guys. Yeah. You shore up your outfield. You take away the – this team has no – does this team have a switch hitter in their fucking lineup? No. Aaron Hicks. Hicks. Just Hicks. No, fuck Aaron Hicks, dude. So no. Besides him, no. Do, do they have a healthy switch hitter? No. It's Bernie Williams for me, all day. Never gonna argue. Right. With Bernie and Williams. and then the and the and his postseason performance too. He's got a he's got a season's worth of postseason games, and he put up like a the exact line that he did in in his 
better years. Uh, Bernie, Bernie Williams is fucking clutch, dude. I mean, top five, top five most home runs in the postseason. So uh, we asked the fans to uh, drop a few comments. And um, actually, before we do that, uh, I want to shout out the OG Patrick. Um, Hello, I fellas. Know, I don't know if he wants us to reveal it here, but he's not feeling well. Uh, he let me know that earlier. I just want to, you know, he's the OG. We want to send Patrick well wishes and a speedy recovery. We don't know if he uh, wants to reveal this here, but we're going to anyway. But, we love you. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say what his problem was. Oh. Oh. Just that he's not feeling well. Okay, dude. And then we wish him well. We love you. We know Better, he's going to be listening to the show. Always, dude. Yeah, man, you're the you're the man. You're the man. Day and one. Patrick, if you're planning on coming to America this year, we're planning on having an event at Yankee Stadium. There will be Hell more yeah. details to come on that. Hell if you're yeah. coming to America this year, you're coming to the fucking event. I don't want to hear any Hell bullshit yeah. about it, Patrick. All right. And then oh, we when might you get there. All I need to hear you say is "Hello, fellas," in person. <laughs> All right, so we'll just read off a couple comments here because, you know, I like to pay it off, okay? okay. So Patrick's comment here, okay? Bernie every time. I seen him play at the old stadium. He's one of my favorite players of all time, okay? Boom. Done. Yeah. Shit. Mm. Brad Jewess. It's J E W I S S. I don't know how else to say it. That's that's almost crossing the line. (laughs) You didn't have to. Uh, He says Tino. (laughs) He says he says Tino and Paul were the clubhouse enforcers. Tino would not stand for any laziness in the current clubhouse. So I guess he's voting for Tino Martinez on there. That's that's me, dog. Like his reason. All right, we'll go. We'll we'll read uh, at Tenacious Five. I went with Cone Cole Severino. And Cone is just too tempting to pass up for a playoff run. Can't argue. And then we'll end it here. We'll read Eric Bardis's uh, tweet. He said, thought about going starting pitching, but ultimately went with Bernie. You got to think if they can get Story and Freeman. All right, let's, uh, let's take a fucking Xanax there and relax. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Okay. <laughs> but he says, you got to think if they could swing Story and Freeman after the lockout and had Bernie in center field, they'd have a chance to win even with me on the bump. Mm. Okay. Okay. Shit. Okay. 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 Another Bernie here. There's a lot of Bernies, man. Everybody, Bernie ran away with it. A lot of the, a lot of the comments, uh, you know, definitely, in, definitely pro burn. Burn, burn baby burn, burn. Baby burn. And, where's, and where is Jeff Nelson's burner account? Did he <laughs> yeah, comment yeah. on it saying, yeah, I go Nelson here. I think Nelson's the guy. I like Nelson. He was a good pitcher for us. He, he was really good. I, I really like Jeff Nelson, what he did. I, I might call him over and be bringing part on this coaching staff. I don't know. I might. All right, so are we good? We're good? We're good, fellas? Yeah, because I'm dying right now. We, are we good? So good Jeff fellas? Nelson technically Ooh, got shit. Uh, he got 30, 34 votes. So. What did I say? I said he got about 30 votes. How many kids oh, does Jeff Nelson have? Huh? How many kids does Jeff Nelson have? Do you, are, is this a joke or do you know? No, 33. <laughs> oh, so he must have, he saw it on Twitter and uh, he had all his family vote yeah, for him. He, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'm going to mess. <laughs> so no. next week, <laughs> Next week, uh, we definitely want everybody to check out every episode of the NYYST podcast, but we're going to have a lot of fun next week, uh, so we don't really have to do any more hypotheticals, and uh, maybe a miracle will happen, probably not, but we're doing the Monument Park draft. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out exactly how it's going to work, but we're going to take everybody's number that's retired, and maybe a couple guys who have plaques but aren't retired, and we're going to draft them, and then you're going to vote on it, uh, after the draft is done, we'll set up the brackets, uh, and you're going to vote on who the greatest Monument Park Yankee is of all time. And, oh. uh, you know, everybody's going to get butt hurt when Babe Ruth wins because, you know. Fuck oh, Babe Ruth, yeah, dude. I, Fuck that motherfucker. If uh, I get first pick, I'm telling you right now, not taking no, Babe Ruth. No, I don't think it'll oh, necessarily be him. You have, you have Derek Jeter in there, too. If anyone. Do you think recency? Yeah, recency. Do you think recency bias? I'm tired uh-huh. right now. I'm not taking Ruth. So, fuck him. You never see. This is what the thing with you is. You don't play to win. 
Fuck him, dude. No, because I, take- I play on my own merit, dude. Is, uh, okay? is Roger, is Roger Peckinpah in there? No, he's not. Uh-huh. And uh, just to follow up, Chris, you even lose trivia games not on this show because remember when you and I were on the Even Odds podcast? Yeah. And you lost? I won. I definitely won. You didn't fucking win, dude. We'll have dude. to go back to that. We'll have to go back to that. I think I won. All right. All right. So uh, thank you very much for your continued support of the show and listening to episode 268 of the NYYST podcast. Follow us on Twitter at NYYST underscore podcast. Uh, so we get, definitely got a, a couple of good, fun theme shows planned uh, to get us through spring training, if there is spring training. But like I said, don't fuck with March 31st, please. Like, that's my one that's plea to the owners. That's one my one plea to the to the owners and the players. Just don't fuck with that players. day. Players. The players. Uh-huh. So uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna do uh we're gonna do uh the, Fred. the volume. Fred. Fred, we got Fred. We're gonna we're also gonna do uh volume two of Guess That Yankee, which Chris will lose in spectacular fashion again. Wow. Okay. I love Guess That Yankee. It's such a good game. So we'll uh, we'll definitely do that. So definitely some things to look forward Ooh, to I'm without baseball while while we're in the lockout. So we'll keep you here. We'll keep you entertained. Thank you very much for your continued support. SGR. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. N Y Y S T. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk, Woo. Christian and Chris, of course, SGR, this is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain or shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.